Welcome to Better Food Stories, a show that celebrates real food and the people and companies who make it. I'm Audrea Greenhoff, and in this interview series, I'm sitting down with the entrepreneurs behind some of today's newest and most innovative food brands out there to find out what it really takes to make it in this highly competitive space. Hey everybody, happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of the Better Food Stories podcast. I am your host, Audrea Greenhoff, and welcome to episode 32. I actually just realized um, that on September 29th was officially one year since the first episode of this podcast aired, which was my conversation on the sustainable spice trade with Burlap and Barrel. And we are 32 episodes in. This has been such a fantastic experience with such great feedback and such great conversations with all the guests. So I think that we definitely need to do something special to celebrate um, the recent one-year anniversary. I recently launched an Instagram page, an official Instagram page for the podcast. So you can go on Instagram and follow us at Better Food Stories. And I think I'm going to do something special and probably do a giveaway with some products from past guests. Um, So make sure to go ahead and follow us on Instagram so that you can A, get behind the scenes, B, get um, heads up of when new episodes are airing, and Probably in a couple of weeks, I'm going to do a fun giveaway um, to celebrate the recent one-year anniversary of the show. But today, I am super excited to introduce you to our guest. Her name is Sherry Zhang, and she is the founder of a fantastic company called Geno Palette. And Geno Palette is a service that uses your genes to discover how to work with your body, build personalized nutrition habits, and take steps toward a healthier you. So in a nutshell, they use your DNA to provide you with a picture of how you should be eating for your specific genetic makeup. It's a very interesting conversation. Sherry is a researcher, scientist, professor, and so knowledgeable about this space. I had a great time talking to her, and I think that you're really going to enjoy the episode and get a lot of great insight. Also, make sure to check out the show notes for this episode on my website, audriagreenhoff.com slash podcast, and I'll include a link for you to check out two types of Geno Palette packages and let you know how to get free shipping on those. So without further ado, let's get into my episode with Sherry Zhang of Geno Palette. Okay, so why don't we jump right into it and start with you introducing yourself to our audience, telling us a little bit about you and what your company, Geno Palette, is all about. Great. My name is uh, Sherry Zhang. Uh, my Chinese name is Yi, um, but I go with Sherry, so please call me Sherry. Uh, I have a company which is very interesting concept. The, the name of the company is Geno Palette. As you probably can guess from the, the, the name, it's a, a, we're trying to con- connect your genetics or the body needs with the flavor of life, right? The palette of mm-hmm. yours. So it's a, a personalized nutrition company building on our own technology of reading your unique genetic makeup for your food. Um, So that's what 
the full full time job uh, I'm I'm doing today. So I'm having a lot of fun with my team and servicing lots of great people like yourself. So yeah, that's really exciting. Take us through a typical customer. We talked about eating for your genetics. So. If a customer comes to you, what is it that they're doing? How are they testing their genetics, and what is it that they're getting back? Sure, absolutely. So the user journey of、um, Genopilot customer、uh, is very simple, actually.、Um, so we provide a a test that is a home test. It's、mm-hmm. a saliva based, so no blood involved.、Uh, you can simply just do a swabbing at any location that you order your、uh, test to, and then drop in the mail, and then we will be able to receive it at our、uh, clear lab, and then we process it so that we extract your DNA, and then we analyze your、uh, we call it genomic DNA、uh, footprints. And then we align that with our references, so we'll be able to extract the over a hundred biomarkers、mm-hmm. in your genes that really differentiate you from me in terms of food metabolism. Right? We're talking about whether you are, let's say, a slow metabolizer of、uh, carbohydrates or more efficient for certain fatty acids, all the way to minerals and vitamins. And people are、um, concerned about sensitivities to lactose and caffeine, gluten, and alcohol. So we cover all the genetics-based、um, nutrition domains, and then、um, we don't stop there. We actually provide a food map that is aligned with your genetic makeup based on our reading. So the journey is.、Uh, This is what happened on the back、uh, brain of our supercomputer, if you if you can imagine that. And then、uh, when we complete everything, and then we will、um, send you your own、uh, Genopilot personalized nutrition、uh, food map report.、Uh, that is currently、uh, packaged in a very Colorful, almost like a booklet or or guidebook. You could、uh, go through your results with us for the genetics and also for the foods that can enable you to go shopping for your genetics for the first time、uh, in your lifetime. So that's kind of the, the journey that、uh, that our users are really experiencing today. And post the report, we also support you a twelve weeks long. Uh, digital format、uh, program we call the Activate because、mm-hmm. a lot of people this is such a novel concept. You know, be able to linking your genetic needs predisposition with the foods、uh, in your environment, right? So people needs、uh, some level of support, also、um, you know tips and challenges and rewards and so on. So we provide that through our Activate program. And lots of people、uh, found lots of benefits from、uh, continuously using the information we provided.、Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way of signing up for Genopilot. And for I, I think for your audiences, probably a lot of、uh, smart eaters are also very intelligent about technology. They probably already are the customers of Twenty Three and Me. Or ancestry.com, and we actually have a way to take their existing data with those two platforms and turn that into the same journey and report, so that they can start 
really put that curiosity genetics uh, into something applicable to their daily uses. That's so interesting. So this is going way beyond any type of food allergy or sensitivity test, right? You're you're testing uh, speed of metabolism and how different elements and minerals are actually affecting your body as well. Right. So we really, this is probably the most comprehensive genetic profiling you can ever find in the market right now. And to encompass everything from you know, A to Z, right? Alcohol to zinc. Just be aware that uh, we don't cover anything else other than genetic predisposition. But we are the the best and the most comprehensive uh, technology. Would something like this be beneficial to learn if maybe, you know, there's all types of meal plans and lifestyles out there like paleo there's keto you know there's like the intermittent fasting would a test like this um show you if one of these may or may not be good for you yeah that's a great question so think about genopala it's kind of um not going with any fatty trends right instead Mm -hmm. they are coming from you uh, yeah. Or our capacity of reading your genetics is really empowering. It's not Genopilate telling you what to eat based on any um, generalized uh, idea or right. or knowledge. It's reading into your molecular nutrition needs. That is actually the result of uh, millions of years of an, your nutritional ancestry. Uh, from the interaction of the food environment your ancestors have ever lived, right? Uh, we can dive into that if that's something that uh, your audiences or yourself are Yeah, I would love for you to elaborate on that. So what, are you, can, what can you track through these results? Yeah, so what's really happening, let's take um, lactose intolerance okay. as example. That's a typical um, example for how the interaction between the genes and food is making the, the different genotypes in people mm-hmm. today. And then me is actually the perfect uh, living example because I'm uh, from Asia. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a northern um, China uh, harbor town called Tianjin. It's a wonderful place and it has the best uh, crab you can ever find. So, yeah. Um, so I grew up with seafood and also with a lot of rice. And my ancestors, they in the Asian regions, as you know, they we didn't have uh, cattle farming, mm-hmm. right? Prevalent uh, as the Eastern Africa or uh, Northern European regions. So we didn't develop a mutation which make the uh, instead of actually calling lactose intolerance, as we traditionally call it, it's actually a persistence in lactase, which is an enzyme in us being able, be able to digest the sugar in milk. Um, mm-hmm. so, it's a, so the best way to call it is the phenomena is uh, a lactase persistence. So, so we don't have the lactase persistence phenomenon because we didn't uh, need to uh, create that mutation to accommodate that accommodate that if that makes sense mm-hmm. the about three uh three thousand years into cattle farming you probably know the the agriculture exploded about ten thousand years ago so it took about three thousand years uh of um the time to induce that mutation and also uh, stabilize that mutation in the tribes 
that has developed uh, techniques for cattle farming. So mm -hmm. one is the Caucasians, right, Northern Europeans. And because of that, um, 80 to 90 percent of the Northern Europeans, they have the ancestry of in the genes where they can um, digest the lactose more efficiently throughout their life in adulthood versus me, the Asian background will lose that the, the lactase persistence um, after four to six years old, right? After you, after winning. So that's the, that's the, one of the typical examples um, demonstrating the, the food environment actually induce and change these critical points uh, of our genomic DNA so that we can survive our uh, current environment better. And that also affect our offsprings um, of many generations. So that is what um, the technology provided by GenoPilot capture, really. We have a um, very powerful algorithm that take into account more than hundreds of those you know, individual mutations and then provide you your, your own blueprint, if you may, for metabolizing different nutrients that, that are carried by different foods. That was a great explanation. I think that's so interesting. So to give an example, say, okay, you gave an example of the lactose for your particular food map, let's say. So um, my background from what I know, and obviously it wouldn't be completely accurate because I would have to do the test myself, but I know I did the ancestry, um, DNA test on my grandmother, who's from Northern Spain. Um, so that food map for me then might be different because of what you explained, because she might have, um, that mutation in her, in her genes that were passed down to me. Is that how it would work? Correct. Okay, that's cool. That's really interesting. Yeah, we uh, we see the different patterns in, um, you talk about your family, so we mm -hmm. have a way to show the differences and the similarities among individuals, right? So me, um, I have a 12-year-old boy mm -hmm. um, because his father also with um, Asian ethnical background. So mm -hmm. when I tested with GenoPilot to be lactose intolerant for sure, and I had to have my boy take that as well, as you can imagine. Sure enough, he's actually also highly uh, likely to be lactose intolerant uh, like I am. So uh, we changed our uh, dairy intake uh, altogether. And mm -hmm. so since then, um, his and my life has been much more pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's been. So talk to me about the food map. Are these, you know, food suggestions or foods to avoid? Um, talk to me a little bit about how what people are getting in that. Yeah, so we have our own algorithm as well for um, profiling all the whole foods and we can extend that to any branded foods or processed food if we want to. Right now we stay with whole foods because we think it's the healthy eating uh, lifestyle we would like to promote our customers to adopt mm -hmm. more. So the uh, we have a whole uh, profiling algorithm really dissect 
uh, each, I say we take Kiwi, we have 28 nutritional domains analyzed for that item. And then we do that for every single food items in our database. And we own that technology. And then we match that algorithm or match that profile of each whole foods that we want to analyze for your uh, benefit with your genetic makeup for nutrition. And then we'll be able to rank any, let's say, fruits or leafy greens or proteins and so on and so forth for your um, decision-making process, right? So it's all relative because it's driven by our ranking um, technology. So it's all quantitative in a way that you, uh, on our report delivered to you, if you, you try it, you walk away with more than 85 uh, whole foods items that are uh, ranked high, highest for your genetic needs. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, and I think, you know, in a world right now where there's so much information out there, especially with what it means to be healthy and, and the options that we have, I think a lot of times people get overwhelmed and don't know exactly you know, like I mentioned, some of these lifestyles, like, is, you know, is it more beneficial for me to be, um, you know, should I cut out meat? Should I become a vegan? Should I cut out gluten? Should I cut out this or that? And I think that this really takes a lot of the second guessing out of that for people. Absolutely. Uh, we see a lot of people uh, commented when they experienced uh, genome pilot technology and service, and they said, oh, this is really helpful because it's really uh, saved me a lot of time in guessing what's right. the next thing to choose from for my body. And as a busy mom, and I have um, um, you know very fulfilling job. But at the same time, I want to be ahead of the uh, the game for the health of myself and my husband, my my son. So I I can totally um, take advantage of that save time in making those choices and decisions, which can be hard, right? There are so many choices every day when you go to a, a grocery shop or, uh, you know, even shop online. So we want to be your pal in giving you that, that knowledge so you can make a better decisions every day. Absolutely. I love that. Talk to me a little bit about where the idea of this business, where was it born? Yeah, it was born in my lab. So <laughs> I, I don't think I had the opportunity to share. I am a, I'm still I'm tr I'm a trained scientist in genomics studies. I used to study um, in the lab and in the academic setting as a, a professor uh, at the Medical College of Wisconsin. Uh, I led a team studying um obesity and metabolic syndrome using DNA technologies as a, as a tool. And we studied um, families and families of uh, uh, very sophisticated pedigree. So enable us to dissect, you know, the related people they have, they share the same households. So that help us to dissect the noises that individuals are experiencing for their nutrition and for health. So that's the background of myself. And then the idea of GenoPilot is really coming from um, my desire to create a scientific way of uh, channeling the, the knowledge, which is actually being accumulated every day by scientists like myself to the public use. I think what happened in the past 30 years is we have this great technology developed around healthcare, uh, healthcare and 
cause tag and essentially human genome sequencing, right? So the, the first human genome sequencing, if you remember, was released in 2001, 2002, after 10 years of work. And then the cost of uh, sequencing the first human uh, genome cost our society $2.7 billion. And today we can do much more sensitive and better coverage of us of a sequencing for a human genome for less than a thousand dollars, and some I think some platforms will soon launch a affordable way of sequencing that um, for sequencing a human genome for less than three hundred dollars. Wow. So with that, so I knew this technology is happening. At the same time as a scientists creating or help creating the new knowledge in obesity metabolic syndrome i know people are suffering uh it's really crippled our the health of our society and as a person as a mother and as a researcher that is really big concern but uh, that, that's that's not it i think the the drive to really motivated me to come out of my you know really uh, fulfilling dream job as a professor researcher to do genome pilot to provide this uh, as a commercial um, solution is that I think we're lacking that uh, vehicle or offering that can linking all those knowledge base with the the needs of people and mm-hmm. to shorten that uh, that that, that uh, the path to deliver that and that is the reason why our healthcare is so screwed up, you know, in mm-hmm. a way that is too expensive and, and it's not um, personable to really tackling the people's needs. And then a lot of the chronic diseases that we've seen today, seven out of eight actually chronic diseases are mediated through nutrition. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's a hard uh, problem because it's it's a matter of it's not something you can go to the doctor and get treatment for mm-hmm. really it's never worked and we i work with physicians my own friends and co-authors we all commented you know there's no one pound throw, thrown out of the window because uh the obesity program at a clinic it's really about how do you empower people with better tool toolboxes knowledge so that they can make better decisions every day, every meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a very frequent intervention um, that we are um, you know we're, we're we're dealing with. That's kind of the the reason I had the idea, know the technology, and it, so far it's been a great journey. I thank uh, to all the people that believe in science, believe in me. And and the the people that give us feedback and making the platform better better every day. Yeah. So this level of personalization, I think, is so interesting, and I think, like you said, it is so empowering um, for people to know, you know, how to prevent a problem rather than trying to fix it. You know, once it's already there. Do you think that this personalization is where the future of food is headed? And what do you think are the biggest benefits of having this level of knowledge? Yeah, I I think a personalized nutrition is the 
is the future of the mainstream uh, nutrition going to be heading towards? Mm-hmm. Because uh, first of all, we now we can do it, right? So provided by platforms like ours, um, and personalization is kind of the keyword in any um, industry sectors now. You mm-hmm. can personalize your shoes, right? You can personalize your clothes, uh, and and so on and so forth. I think people are um, looking for those, and and also it's because people know that it's more tailored to your needs and your lifestyle will be more efficient hopefully and, and effective for for you and in terms of nutrition i think it's it's almost necessary because that's so integrated with your uh, trajectory of your health right if you don't take care of it uh, optimize it i think you will lose the opportunity for your own own benefits and, and when you know technologies such as like ours and others are available, um, people will seek out for those, and eventually it will become a mainstream prime time offer. Today we're you know considered an innovator of the of the nutrition space, but uh, in the last three years I I saw um, so many emerging um, solutions or concepts in the personalization. In the food industry, um, I, I do believe that's where we're all heading towards. Let's talk a little bit about your career before Gino Palette. You did touch um, upon your experience working in the lab and as a scientist. So you're originally from China. Talk to me a bit about what your childhood was like and was you know this field something that always interested you? What did you want to be when you grew up? I was a very curious kid, um, always. I'm still a very curious um, kid <laughs> or person. Um, that really drives whatever I was uh, pursuing. Mm-hmm. I actually started off with um, a career almost towards a professional um, piano performance. Wow. So I spent, yeah, I spent many years probably 10 years in a very, very early childhood. And I was I was very good. Now I'm not. <laughs> Need practice. But uh, it was interesting starting point of uh, childhood. I think it gives art, opens, your up, opens up your mind mm-hmm. uh, um, in a very different way. And I, I think the creativity and being able to connecting two dots in a very different way is all... Um, to my, my background in, in, in piano performing. And then um, somehow, somehow, our family still thought, and myself included, thought uh, I'm probably better off with a, uh, a career in academic setting or um, you know, go for uh, science and technology. And I liked animals. I like life. I like people. So that's the reason I chose um, biology as my major when I went to one of the top 10 universities in China. It happened to be in my hometown, so it's uh, pretty convenient. Yeah. Um, I grew, <laughs> yeah, I grew up in a very loving family. I'm, I'm the single child, so all the hopes and loves and whatever they have is all on me uh, for, for worse or for, for better or for worse. Um, I have... Uh, I'm very attached to good food and gourmet foods because my 
my grandma was a brilliant um, chef, uh, self-taught, and she never commercialized it or anything. She just liked to cook for people, and she she can pull off a ten courses feast for twenty people with herself. Wow! Um, it's just amazing. Uh, yeah, it's amazing life that I be able to observe through her her passion for foods and. And uh, I think that probably planted what, you know, science and food and art <laughs> um, to what I do today. So I, I got a fellowship opportunity in the U.S., in Milwaukee. That's where I'm at today. I'm living in Milwaukee today um, to pursue a, a Ph.D. degree in molecular biology. So I took it. It was a wonderful program at a Catholic school. People are very... Um, friendly very uh, cordial to me and and then i established my family here as well and had my boy uh the same year i got my phd so that was a really good year wow <laughs> busy year i bet busy year busy year <laughs> and then uh started uh, my uh postdoc postdoctoral fellowship at uh, mcw medical college of wisconsin the same year uh, and then started this uh, wonderful journey on genomics. So that's that's what happened uh, there. <laughs> that's fantastic. So Thank lots you. of good things going on for you. And I think this is, I love that I got a chance to get to, to talk to you. I think this is such an interesting and useful um, platform. And I think our listeners are going to be really excited about it. Before we uh, kind of wrap things up, I always do a few fun sort of off-topic questions with my guests. Are you up for those? Sure. Yeah. Bring okay. it <laughs> Awesome. So number one, what is the last movie or TV show that you watched? Oh, God. Uh, I think Mad Men is the last one. Oh, okay. That's a just- good one. Yeah, it's uh, old, you know, it's been a while, so I kind of re-watch re, re it yeah. for a little. Number two, if you could only eat three foods for the rest of your life, what would they be? Oh, God. <laughs> I know it's a one. tough one, especially you said you grew up with your grandmother eating a lot of great food, I'm sure. Yeah, it's so hard. Uh, definitely crab from okay. my hometown, Tianjin, because it's the best. Um, I can not live with rice. So rice, I, we make this kangi. I don't know whether you ever had it. It's a, kind of you boil rice in, in water and make it a homogeneous uh, texture. Uh, it's very soothing. So that's my carbohydrate. <laughs> I need. I guess I need vegetables. So I go with... Uh, uh cabbage oh that's a good one i like all of those choices number three what is your favorite place that you have ever traveled to oh that's easy i will choose uh paris it was wonderful wonderful city wonderful and number four what is one thing most people would never guess about you I I guess I I'm just very uh, I'm like a tomboy, but even though people don't see me as a tomboy, I have this boyish nature in myself and be 
brave and jump around, don't care a lot of things that people care about. <laughs> and finally, where can people learn more about Gino Palette? Oh, uh, anybody interested in knowing more, please just go to our website. And we do have a very robust website at uh, ginopilot.com. And feel free to send us a message if you have anything to say about our, our work and service. And we always love those. Well, there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this interview. If you want to check out more interviews in the Better Food Stories series, you can follow me at Audrea Greenhoff on Medium or visit audreagreenhoff.com. I'm also Audrea Greenhoff on Twitter and Instagram.